All right, start the show. Okay, party people in the house. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. Back at you. It's According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. Well, well, well. Welcome to According to Michelle right here on The Realist 1100 AM with the best producer. I'm putting you at the top of the show, friend. Yeah, he killed it. The best producer in the world forever. Wow, forever? D. Greg Heard. D. Greg Heard. Give yourself some some applause. Give yourself your own applause. Yeah. And the crowd goes wild. No, that was a really dope new intro. It actually caught me off guard. I forgot, you know, the whole rebranding going on. With the whole, I totally forgot too. It's according to Michelle Radio right here on Really 1100 AM with Michelle Taylor Willis and my handy dandy sidekick, G Fair. That's my nickname for G-Fair, you. What do you I like think? That. G-Fair? That's different. I've it's never different. been called that one. I know you haven't because I came up with that. Because okay. that's what I do. Because I'm different, man. I'm different. Mm, mic drop. Okay. I just got to say, the reason that's so amazing is because <laughs> I didn't tell Greg that we were rebranding going back yeah. to According to Michelle. And so he got the bomb last week when I told all of you guys listening right now, every Wednesday from 4 to 6. He definitely handled it better than most. He handled it better than most. <laughs> Although he was cursing me out through the glass. Actually, no, he came on. He actually started speaking. For y'all who listen to me every week, you know, Greg is one of those people who he only speaks when spoken to. Isn't that right, Greg? Unless right you mess now. up his whole and game now he's plan. Laughing. Like. Now he's like, I'm back to being stoic. <laughs> no, he's back. And so he was like, wait a minute. Does this mean I have to change all of the bumpers and the intros and the outros? And I was like, did nobody tell him yeah, I'm gonna start looping. Yeah, you're in the emails now, bud. So, <laughs> congratulations. You're gonna hate me, but congratulations. Too. But thank you very much. That's awesome. And you did a great job. And um, I can't wait to see what the bumpers sound like. I, I, I didn't spend enough time on this, so the, all the bumpers are the same. I respect it. You know, you get you let him know last week. He gave you a brand new uh, intro this week. No. You know, no no pressure on next week. So I have we'll very high goes. expectations of you people, and by you people, <laughs> I mean black people. Wow, just go ahead and say I mean it. my team. But but great job. Now you now you want more new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I want to raise. Oh, oh yeah. you know what? The good, good, good question. Can good I bring you in um, body armor and vitamin water? I feel like that's really what you need. No, that didn't go anywhere. Okay, welcome back, no, guys. I got to give a special shout out. Is Instagram on? Were we on Instagram right now? No, not yet. Okay. Well, not, not here, but I don't know. Well, yeah, on there. Okay, <laughs> I got to make sure I give a shout out to all of our Instagram friends. What's going on? And listeners, if you're driving right now, where you're being so entertained. Uh, if you ever can't get to real 1100 a.m. on your in your car or on the internet, you can always just follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis, and um, and you can listen live. You can watch live. A lot of people do that. We get a lot of interaction. Yeah. People seem to really enjoy the show on Instagram and on 
Facebook as soon as I get my computer yeah, back. Yeah, we're, we're getting a lot more replays more than, you know, because people's time frame, yeah. four to six may not be a oh, good. Oh, team replay is for, what's for up? everybody. But yeah, people are definitely coming back to the podcast, like on Spotify, Apple Music, all that right. good stuff. Well, so. team replays was up. And I got to make sure I give a, a special shout out to all my friends at Coca Cola Bottling United, who is, you know, they're always furnishing us with smart water, who they have pretty clever commercials out right now, actually. Yeah. Whoever's doing the smart water campaign I, is pretty smart. I know his likeness. I feel like I just saw a commercial with Shaq in it, but he's in everything. With smart water? So, yeah. Not not smart water, but just like a Coke products. Oh, he like, might have been. But, you I know, the smart waters are pretty. I, so. I think they're pretty cool. Yeah. But the coolest new thing they got out is this Aguas Frescas, which I actually like. It's not, they're not a whole bunch of calories. It's a little bit more than drinking water. You get a little bit more, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I call not it like, dangerous. <laughs> Why? This thing's so good. Because you can keep drinking the mess, right? I literally it's had like to stop drinking, myself last week. It's like, like drinking Hunch Punch when you're in college. Y'all remember Hunch Punch? You drink Hunch Punch and you think it's just Kool-Aid. Oh. And two to three hours later, you can't feel your knees. Why your knees? Well, because that's how powerful it is. Wow. Okay. It's like, yeah, you're just like, even, oh my gosh. I don't even like that feeling. Huh? It's good. Usually, it's the Q, the cues. They put Hunch Punch like in oh, a big garbage can. You, nah, you should just Not that I would that. know. I just used to from see what my you've friends. heard from my friends used to drink it, and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are so immature. Yeah, like yeah, they showed you in your Snapchat stories. And stuff. Exactly. Like, well, yeah. we didn't have Snapchat back then, although it was only like eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. See. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> what see what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, she gets it. She does get it. Listen, we got a good show today. I got Madam Money in the house. But first of all, can we just talk about, you know, I don't always talk about, like, events and stuff. But um, this Sesame Place thing that happened, do you know what happened with Sesame Place? No, please. Do you know what happened, Greg? I've seen it. It's crazy. So what happened is they were doing the parade and um, the big, I can't remember what character it was, but one of the big characters. Oh, it was like a Sesame Street character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, So Oscar. he's coming down. No, it was an Oscar. It's one he's of too the, mean. Yeah, that wouldn't be a... Yeah, well, Oscar would have made sense, actually, if Oscar had done it, because well, he is kind of a grouch. You're a grouch, Oscar. Um, <laughs> oh. No, I can't remember that character's name. But anyway, he's approaching all these kids, and he's waving. There's like these two adorable, precious little black girls Aww. on the, you know, down there. They're waiting for him, so you can see they're like... You know, literally, they just can't wait for this character to get. So he's approaching and he's waving and, you know, to all the other. When he gets to these two little girls, he literally, or she, whatever it is. Good, good Wait, exception. I know. Because yeah, you don't know. I don't yeah. know. I mean, you know. And no, I mean, not in today's day and age, but literally but you period, don't know. Like, yeah. Literally, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No disrespect to anybody. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, And then... <laughs> And then he literally is like, he waves his finger, like, the, the no, Kimbe. and then walks off. And you can see what's so cute. My heart broke. I don't have girls. You know, I have four boys. But when they turned, those little girls turned, and they were like, wait. They were like, come, wait, no, 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 come back, and just walked off. Let me tell you something. That, I don't know how many times, and by how many celebrities, and how many just people on Instagram and on the internet, that video has been played but it's been so much that of course sesame place has released a statement you know blah 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 you know we love black people come on that whole thing it wasn't elmo you know it wasn't like, elmo uh, elmo would never do that exactly i feel like that's Elmo's their black. statement elmo's black and really like i don't know I'm just i feel like grover was black oh grover was definitely yeah, black grover was definitely okay black. but here's <laughs> what here's what i learned that i did not know madam money let me know if you if you heard this you probably don't drill because you're three Oof. but um and it makes sense i didn't i didn't connect the dots but sesame street was literally created 
for black kids because we didn't have, they, they said that all of the representation of us was not correct, the depictions weren't great, and we didn't have learning tools like they did. We didn't have cool cartoons. And so they literally modeled a street after Harlem. That's mm. why it looked, that's why yeah. the stoop looked like that. That's why mm. I, I never, it never, I never connected the dots, but Niecy Nash posted it and then, um, and then DL Hughley reposted it. And that's how I saw it because I followed DL. Mm. And um, yeah, there was a, there, you got to go and look at, if you, if you follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis, it's in my stories. Um, or you can go to Niecy Nash's page or the real deal. But really, you want to go to my page. I mean, that's where you get all your information. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I mean, like, why would you go anywhere else? No, you heard it from here. I mean, you heard show. it here first, right? Um, according to Michelle. But, yeah, and so it was, they did, like, this whole rap about, I can't remember who it, it sounds like Common or somebody, but. It would be Common. It would be Common. <laughs> but, but that really talks about this is why they created Sesame Street. I mean, it was created for us. By uh, and that's why they had. If you remember, they had like all the top. Like I mean, Michael Jackson was on Luther mm-hmm. Vandross, Patty LaBelle, Patty. I mean, like everybody. Yeah, I remember seeing clips, and I was like, "That's that's cool." Mm-hmm. I grew up watching that and Electric Company, and oh, everybody yes, the Electric was, was everything. Once you reached the age of ten, <laughs> you watched Electric Company because Sesame you got Street, Sesame Street until you're exactly, and then you and hit the Electric Company. When you hit ten. You graduated to the electric company. That's exactly right. That was it. Interesting. Exactly right. I'm taking notes. But isn't it crazy how what was nuts for me is that this is something that was created for us, by us, with with allies. So it was, I think, a, a black teacher's creation, but he had some white allies, right, mm-hmm. for the cause. And, um, and now we're being shunned on our own stuff again. Well, you know how they do. I'm like. You know how they do. They'll take rap and then disrespect us in a rap song. Come on. They doing it all the time. So. Dang, you maybe that took a step back for a second. <laughs> but but let me but these these two little girls, you saw it. I did. And if you go back and look at had, it. Had them be had them be my children or my nieces or my family, I think I would have stepped into the parade and yanked. I think everybody was at that Yankee yeah, point. Be, like, yeah, and the mom, really? and the mom who originally posted, because the mom originally posted, and you could tell that she, it took all of her professional prowess Strength. and restraint to, but she was like, and I think but they probably, weren't the only ones because they showed another video. They did um, of it happening there again. Were there, were there, there were several. There were several. There were several. There were several. Oh, yo, who? Yeah, is this is what this they do. So no, no, it's not just the guy. It's different characters. It's different characters. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not characters. it's not that it, this just happened one time. No. Okay, that's what I was thinking. It has I thought been it was a like practice the same. that's been happening. No, they're doing yeah. And so when yeah. Sesame Place came out with that statement, I'm like, yeah, what kind of what? Guess, yeah, because you, you got all drink. kinds of come on Sesame Place. Can we just go back to it being Sesame Street? Sesame Street was all right when they went to Sesame Place. When, they just well, okay. they got the wrong no, people Sesame involved. Place Sesame Place is, is the actual yeah. event. I'm it's just the, yeah, it's, it's it's okay. The, okay, good. Because nah, I was like, when they changed party. Sesame no, Street, no, no, I was. Part. It was. I was just trying to be funny. Sesame that, Place that joke did not I went to Sesame Place when I was younger. That was the joke. I never went to Sesame Place. Oh my god, it was the best place ever. It was the best place ever. Well, now it's not. Yeah, crushing yeah. people's dreams. <laughs> what is this? Um, yeah, we're we're not doing Sesame Place anymore. I mean, it's crazy. Cancel nation. It, it's just. I mean, it's, oh yeah, it's, it's a dangerous just, world we live. In. It is a dangerous world we live in, but it just doesn't. None of it makes sense. 
You know what I'm saying? None of it makes sense. And so it's unfortunate. But anyway, I just want to say to those two precious little girls, just don't. Don't, don't even worry about it. We don't it. need them. Sesame Place. We don't need them. They're too beautiful for that. Yeah. Shoot, I man. wish it. I mean, because I feel like, you know, if they had just said, I mean, Big Bird, I don't think Big Bird would have acted that way. I just don't feel like it's yeah. not a thing for Big Bird. Oscar, I, I can't even see Oscar. Oscar's a black dude. He wouldn't even done that. He wouldn't even done he that. He wouldn't have done yeah. that. Yeah. You know, you remember on Dave Chappelle when, <laughs> this old Dave Chappelle. That's the, no, that's the only thing that's been going about, through my mind. Yeah, when he was talking about Oscar being a grouch. Why are you like, so no, mean, Oscar? No, yeah. no way, Oscar, you're a grouch. <laughs> yeah, I live in a trash can. <laughs> I live in a trash can. What you <laughs> All right, guys, we got a great show today. We got to take a break. We got Mad of Money in the house. She is about to relieve you of your financial fornication. She got a big event coming up that she does every year, every year, side gig con. She is the uh, she's the expert with Black Enterprise and Upscale. She is the financial madam. I mean, her name is Madam Money. Yeah, you, so, don't I mean, get a, yeah, you don't get a name like that just messing around. And it's a registered trademark, so it's got to be true. Oh, we got to talk. So okay. we're going to be talking about all kinds of things right here on According to Michelle on The Real 1100 AM with Michelle Taylor Willis. We got senseless shenanigans coming up at 5 o'clock. We got call in at 5.30, and I think we have a celebrity comedian calling in at 5.30. So we got a huge, great show. You don't want to touch any dial, any screen, any scrolling thing. Let, yeah. Let anything nah, you can touch, nothing. you should not touch anything. Just Unless make, it's your steering wheel. Unless touch, it, yeah, touch, please, touch, please touch that. Please. Touch the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, and make sure you come back. Guys, <laughs> hang tight. More according to Michelle right after this break. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. All right, guys, we are back to According to Michelle right here on Really 1100 AM Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. I am so glad that you guys decided to spend your afternoon with me. It's Wednesday. Last week, I thought it was Friday. Remember, I was like, happy Friday. Yeah, uh, yeah, happy <laughs> Friday. That was, that was hilarious. Y'all should have been there for that. Listen, when I got home, my 11-year-old was like, because uh, he was watching, which I thought was cute at the time, but sidebar... He's not supposed to have an Instagram account. So oh, I was man. like, remember, I was watching him. I'm like, oh, look at him. Because it, so it looked cute. familiar to you, but yeah, I was, I was just like, like, why is that name oh, ringing look, bells? Look, it's so cute. And then when I got home, he's like, yeah, mom, you know, you really messed up Friday. He, and he said, got to be more careful. <laughs> and I was like, no, you got to be more careful, <laughs> friend. Because who, how'd you get, how'd yeah, you he couldn't go through his brothers or anything. Like, why you you? Where'd you get an Instagram account from? And love, he was like, I love the boldness though. And then the eyes, you know, the eyes are like, uh, uh, left, right. Like, wait, okay, how do I get myself out of it? He talked himself out of it. It was pretty impressive. I'm fifty percent sure he's telling the truth. Fifty percent sure he's lying. <laughs> I don't know which one. I guess which fifty do you feel more comfortable sleeping with? Him? Raising <laughs> significance, everybody. <laughs> Raising significance. Make sure you get my book, author Michelle Taylor Willis dot com. Look, I'm not. I can't promise they're never gonna lie. I just give you a few things that might make. The parenting process a little more tolerable, and uh, and we're raising leaders, right? I mean, you know, every now and then you tell a little white lie, isn't that what you do? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, if you were one hundred percent honest all the time, then what? You'd be lying. 
<laughs> there you go, Thank madam. You. Someone that's gets what, it. This is impossible. What, that's what you do. That's what you do. All right, guys, we got senseless shenanigans coming up at 5 o'clock. Brought to us by Infinity of South Atlanta. And make sure we always thank our friends at Coca-Cola Bottling Company United. Um, I will be in New York. Actually, Whoa. I'm going to be two places. Thursday and Friday, which I'm so sad I won't be able to be at the side gig, Kong. Ah. That's Meta Money's conference. We're going to learn about that in a second. But I'll be at the National Urban League Conference Thursday and Friday. And that's in New York? That is in D.C. Yeah, okay. And then I am flying. Actually, no, I'm going to take the train because I thought it, I heard it was so cool to take the train from D.C. to yeah, New York. it's only like two hours. Yeah. What? So I'm going to jump on the train. Two or three hours. Dang. Three hours. And uh, can I get a drum roll, please? He's like, God dang it, she never gives me a heads up. Yeah, Why? it's like you can't you can't cue something that's uncueable. Okay, you know I mean? it's cueable. <laughs> Drum roll. There you go. On Saturday at 1 p.m. in New York City in Times Square. Okay. My oh. cover feature on Jin Leon magazine will be there. Oh, yeah, Saturday at 1 o'clock. It's gonna be on right there on Broadway. If you guys are in New York, if you're listening right now, if you're watching on Instagram, if you're going to catch this on the podcast, we'll be too late then. But yeah. you got, if you're going to see TV Team Replay, make sure you meet me. I will be on Broadway. If you're going to be in New York, DM me. I'll tell you the exact location of the billboard. But um, if you follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis, you'll see I was on there. Uh, Jin Leon, the fashion entertainment magazine for July. And that cover is going to be in Times Square. Mama, I made it. Is that? She yeah, you did make Square. it. Mm. You did make it. Times Square. That's nothing gets bigger. And than it's that not even here. mine. Like, it's not even my cover. Like, it'd be different if I, I put myself <laughs> on my cover. I'm like, here you go, Times Square. You're welcome. <laughs> but I know you're welcome. But I mean, so I'm very excited about that. So if you're in New York, I already got some followers who do DM me and they were like, let us know when you're here. Somebody offered to take me to a really cool burger spot. Which mm. I might There's a actually, couple of cool space, places there. I love New York. It's yeah, literally it's my amazing. favorite city. Um, so meet me in New York, guys, if you're going to be there. And uh, you can meet me on August 5th at the city of South Fulton. We're doing the Taste of SoFu. I will be there along with some of your favorite retired NFL and NBA athletes. So come out. They're going to be giving autographs. So make sure you meet me out there. But right now, I'm very excited because I am sick of sinning with my money. I'm not sick of sinning, just with the money part. Just with the money? Just with the money. Mm. And so the person that we have in studio today is literally, she's amazing. I mean, I love her. Her title, Madam Money, is her her branded name, and it's actually a registered trademark, so she ain't playing no games with y'all, okay? She is her primary investment. Am I right or am I am right? I, am <laughs> I right? Yes, you are right. <laughs> she is a major financial contributor. She has her own podcast. She's the author of the best-selling book, Financial Forta. Fornication. I want to say fornication. Forn- everybody wants to say fornication. That's right. <laughs> is it That's even a word? Okay. Say. Right. Not even a word. That's what I want to say. And she's got something newly released for financial languages, the secrets to communicating about money. She's a personal financial expert and an animated, as we do know, international speaker. Guys, welcome. And so many more. Much more stuff. We'll talk about in a minute. But welcome to, according to Michelle, Miss Madam Money. What's, What's going up? on? What's yes, going thank on you. Here? Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, finally. Aren't you so excited? I am. I'm excited to have you here. It's crazy because we met on LinkedIn like a few years ago, Yeah, we did. We were on the same um, LinkedIn little show. Not little. It's big now. Um, Yeah. And we just gravitated to each other. I was sick. And you sent me vegetables. Like, come on, y'all. 
this is this is how you know the sister's down for whatever for you. She don't send you flowers. She don't send you fruit. Nope. She don't even send you soul food, right? Mm-mm. She sends you a box of vegetables like, B, you in the hospital because you sick. You need to eat right. Thank you. Wait, what type of vegetables are you talking about? I have no idea. So what <laughs> I did, right? <laughs> okay. This is what I did because I am not a chef, nor do I play one on TV. <laughs> I gave it to my uncle who is a chef. Okay. And I said, Fix this. I know there was bok choy in it. There was some other exotic. It was a whole bunch of exotic stuff. I don't even know how to cook it. Mm. But he conjured up some stuff. He was excited because he was like, there's some stuff in there I ain't never seen before. But he did amazing with it. I ate good for like two weeks. Man, two um, weeks. You brought over that many vegetables? Man, it's she a whole, lives, it a whole She doesn't box. live here. This was, I we, didn't live we here. I lived this, it, it to Delaware. Delaware. Oh, yeah. man. I was like, I have no idea where Delaware is. You know, geography wow. is my thing. Really? So Del- what? Del- um, who? Delaware? Del- <laughs> so I'm just going to find something. You're literally going to pass Delaware from D.C. As to As you're New going. York. <laughs> Am I? Literally. Is it on the East Coast? <laughs> yes. Bruh. It's. Oh, Bruh. my God. I'm going to smack Listen, you. Listen, I, <laughs> really? I, I am Are very transparent. I told y'all my shortcomings, okay? <laughs> I don't know geography. Okay, l- let me fix this for you. Because Delaware is an L. It's got a it's got a tight waist and a big butt, right? I know so about that. It's like New York, <laughs> then it's Jersey, then it's Delaware. They can name, and then they can all rename, to the left is Philly. They can rename Delaware Michelle. You know what? I'm not talking to you right now. <laughs> and then right below it is Maryland, and right below that is DC. So you have to go through Delaware to get to New York. Well, I'm I'm just glad you got your vegetables. And I forgot <laughs> I even I forgot even about that. Like I don't know why did you even bring that up. Nobody needs because to know nobody that. did that for me before ever. I get, yeah, I believe I've gotten that. several <laughs> gifts, several types of gifts, some really different gifts. But vegetables? I didn't know if you were saying, you know, eat these vegetables, lose some weight, and stop no. it. No, oh, or stop. if you were just saying, oh, I want you to eat healthy. I want you to be you healthy because you were in you the hospital, and you when were. you told me why you're in the hospital, I was you like, did. okay, anybody can send her a card or even flowers. But what's that going to do? I but thought I'm she like, was going to make send me some pre-made food, so I just put it in the microwave and just go crazy. She was like, no, we're going to do it more healthy. That's than right. That. That's yeah. Michelle. That's, That's my girl. That's why I love her. Over the top. Over the top. Over the top. But anyway, so we met through LinkedIn and we just literally connected. We I hadn't, I hadn't even seen you or face to face until what two months ago until you were here for Ray Abrams thing. That was the first time we That's met. That's the first time I saw you face to face. Because you got to think about it. It was over COVID. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, that's how close we were virtually. Yeah, that's right. Because I really thought no. that. No, nope. we had met before. I'd never seen you, and then I saw. I was like, "Oh, she's so short." That's I thought adorable. the same thing about you. Oh, okay. she's shorter <laughs> than right. I thought. That's she so was. cute. <laughs> anyway, well, okay, all right. That's enough. I'm, I'm pretty five sure two, I'm, even though my doctor says I'm five one and three quarters. I'm taller than you, and that's really all that matters. Really? Eat more vegetables, maybe I was, you'll grow. Shut up. I, oh, I, I, wore, I wore here heels, so maybe I, that's why. I, <laughs> that's why. <I> was. <laughs> Okay, Okay, mom. Right. All right. So listen, I want to talk a little bit. I want to give a little bit of backstory because you have so many amazing brands and things that you've come up with, right? Even your shirt, dual preneur, side gig, registered trademark. Yeah, I mean like side gig con, registered trademark. You know, um, madam money. I mean, so I want to I want to back up a little bit because I always Mm -hmm. like when I have quote unquote experts, right? And we have experts on this show. I always like for people to understand where they get that expertise, right? So they know, 
you didn't just make this stuff up. You didn't just fall into this. Like this is years and years of expertise. So, mm-hmm. so I like to kind of take it back. Did you know? I mean, like, were you raised? Were you in a household where relationships with money, finances were were fostered, were built, were created? Is that how? I mean, like, no, the complete opposite. I grew up in a household of spenders, mm-hmm. and we spent money like. We spent money when we were happy, sad, <laughs> funerals, weddings, family reunions, Friday. Um, and if we didn't wow, have, my, my, my parents threw the best house party ever. Like, we could we could only watch from downstairs. You know, all the kids had to be upstairs. And oh, the party yeah, yeah, was going yeah, yeah. on downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Every Friday night, they hold, held the best house parties ever. And if we didn't have enough money, we borrowed money mm. to spend the money. Where'd you borrow? So, where'd they borrow it from? They borrowed the credit cards from banks or whatever. So I never, the only person that was probably more fiscally responsible was my grandfather. But I grew up with my parents, so... I learned how to be a spender. So that's my dominant financial language. So that was your fornication? Well, well, as I got older and I got a hold of credit, um, I always say credit's like sex. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm. And if you do use protection, a budget. Oh, goodness gracious. Say it again. I'm I'm just saying that when I got old enough to borrow money, I wasn't responsible because I didn't know any better. Mm. And so I became very promiscuous with, you know, credit, credit cards not just one just but giving multiple. it out to I was just, just everybody man, anybody hoeing it like whoever really wants good. this can't have it i'm trying to tell you i you know how you have student <laughs> loans and they don't use all the student loans so you get a refund check oh yeah so i use that refund and i can't remember what i used it for i just remember buying a bag of chips right okay but nobody told me i had to pay that back right right so a lot of a lot of students think that the refund is a refund it's not a refund right it's a refund from the amount that you didn't have but to you use, still pay it but you need you should have right? sent yeah. that back, right? That's right. So I was mm. doing things like that, and I became, you know, in debt. You know, my boyfriend. Look at our two, our interns about, in college boy, and about to go to college. You're like, okay, my, this is good. My boyfriend credit turned into um, evil debt. Like he just flipped the script on me. So credit is like really good. Like he's that boyfriend. Like he can get you everything that you want. He's like really cool. And I like, got you, girl. I love you. I got mm. you, boo. I got you. I got you. And then when you don't pay him on time or you don't pay him enough, where's my turns into a Tyler Perry that? movie? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> better have my money. So <laughs> my my, yeah. my boyfriend credit turned into this evil alter ego called debt. And debt was like, you gonna work till you die until you pay me. That's right. And so, you know, because I was financially promiscuous, I ended up with financial STDs. Oh, goodness. Substantially I, I, I tremendous get... debt. Okay. God, yes. like she's got it all figured out, y'all. Yes, and them bad boys hurt. Yeah, and they so, show up like, do they, for real. On your, are they on your lips and They stuff? show up everywhere. On your Everywhere. Arms. Because people know you broke. Because, you know, everybody's going on vacation and you're like, I can't go because I got to work because mm. I got to pay bills mm. or I can't afford to go. Y'all heard that from mom and daddy? Oh, we can't afford this. Oh, we don't have enough money for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have financial STDs. It's OK. Goodness so I figured if I Ooh, had these God, why problems, don't they just wear protection, a budget, right? But what if it comes off? What the budget comes off? Well, yes. It may be worth it spending that money. I don't know, but wait a minute. <laughs> this is you a family get, show. Oh, this is a family show. This is AM. My bad. Um, <laughs> Look at Greg. He's like, oh, here you, she goes again. I know, but you know, it, it, it was it was one of those things that I figured if I was dealing with this, um, other people were dealing with this because right. people will talk about who they slept with, who they 
you know, want to sleep with, their relationships, but nobody wants to talk about their crappy credit. Nobody wants to talk about the fact they have no savings. Right. Or the fact they have no retirement. Nobody wants to admit that. And so I figured if I admitted my major money mistakes and showed how I um, fixed it, maybe I can help people and giggle along the way. Because if I can make you laugh, I can make you learn. That's right. Humor always works. Uh And if sex can sell a cheeseburger, which Hardy's proved, Wait, how did, wait. Hardy's did this sexy campaign where they had these women in, in um, bikinis. Yeah. And they were on cars Washing or whatever cars, yeah. and all that stuff. Oh, and remember. the whole premise was them biting into a big old cheeseburger. That's still nobody And buys. sex okay. sex sold a lot of cheeseburgers, right? Uh-huh. Until yeah. Women's Lib said, y'all got to shut that down. Really? But it, my, my thinking was if sex can sell a cheeseburger, it can sell financial literacy. Dude, I love it. So that's why that's how you I wrote the book up. Financial Fornication. Okay, guys, we got to take a quick break. But this is awesome. I can't wait. She's going to talk about some of the pearls in the book, how she came up with side gig. This woman is a branding genius. She's got ideas. She probably got 13 ideas right now sitting in. She's like, oh, they're being trademarked. I can't talk about it right Real now. 13. <laughs> you up. are listening, to, uh, according to Michelle, on The Real the realest of them all, really 1100 AM. I, I heart, if you can't catch us online, you can catch us on iHeart right now. You can always be Team Replay. On Monday, the podcast will be up. You'll have missed Side Gig Con, which is happening in totally a, missed it. Which is happening tomorrow so and the right. rest of the week in the weekend. But you can still get great pearls that we're going to get from Madam Money. When we come back, it's going to be 5 o'clock, and that means senseless shenanigans brought to us by Infinity of South Atlanta. So you don't want to go anywhere because we're going to learn more about sex. I mean, about finances. finances yeah. Uh, according Same to thing, Michelle right? Radio, yeah, don't, touch, don't touch anything. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Madam Money. Michelle. Michelle. All right, guys, we are back on According to Michelle Radio right here on Real 1100 AM, broadcasting from Midtownish, Atlanta, Georgia. It's a beautiful day here. What's a beautiful? I was going to say, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but I'm not giving them no play. That's not Sesame Street. I'm not giving it. Oh, Mr. Rogers. Oh, shoot. God dang it. I'm getting all He was a white man that loved everybody. Did he love everybody? He I feel like. No, Mr. I'm just totally Rogers, kidding. He probably did. I think Mr. Did. Rogers loved everybody. No, he didn't. Wait, who was Mr. Rogers? Was it like he wasn't? Um. Won't you be He's my neighbor? Right. With, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I know who name. Mr. Rogers is. Mr. I don't know why Rogers I thought Bob like, Saget. Rogers was he? He, he was the first. Saget. He was the no. first. No, he was. I need first, y'all to stop going off on look, me. Okay? He was the first <laughs> white man to put his feet in the pool with a black man and Mr. Rogers all was? of this controversy is how did you do that he was like cuz this is my Mr. show wait okay let me okay let me ask it's, first of all welcome back guys it's five o'clock so we're about to get into senseless shenanigans brought to us by, yeah we're back we're <laughs> <laughs> <Real laughs> 1100 a.m right here on uh, according to michelle we've got madam money in the house guess who just jumped on my instagram runnell richards i'm a businessman you know oh Ronnell. hey Ronnell. i got <laughs> madam money in the house runnell double r um but let me just ask y'all instagram if you know do y'all know about mr rogers being the first white person to put their he put he, he had put a pool his, 
And then the black guy, this is when segregation was all in play. Okay. All right. And he was chilling. He was chilling in the pool yep. with his feet in the pool with a uh-huh. black dude. And he got all of this controversy because how could you do that? How could you put your feet in the same pool as a black person? This is when they had everything for whites and for blacks and all of that stuff. It was a big deal. Whoa. And Mr. Rogers was, I can do that because this is my show. Go ahead, Mr. Rogers. You better that. let them no. That's pretty tight. Right. We're it's getting sad, all kinds of tight. education in right. here today about all the shows. So I guess I can sing that song. Because I first thought that was a Sesame Street song. No, yeah. And I didn't want to give Sesame Given Street. Given the current events. Given yeah. the we're current. Not, we're ca- we've canceled Sesame we've canceled. Street Ooh. for right oh, now. Uh, so we can't, we? can't see it. So Because Elmo, do, are we really canceling him? You know? We got to cancel. But you know what we're not going to cancel? Oh. Senseless shenanigans on okay. According to Michelle Radio right now. I'm very excited. Y'all know at the... Top of the hour, 5 o'clock, we give you the craziest, one of the craziest stories that's happened in the week from when I last left you to right now, my handy dandy sidekick, G-Fair. That's the new name. I'll get, that's your on-air name, G-Fair. G-Fair. Uh, let me just say hey to some of my Instagram people coming up. What's up? I'm a businessman. Battle Q, how you doing? Cherie, oh my gosh. The the MMUA with the mostest. I don't know. I can't make it rhyme. She's a makeup artist, but she's <laughs> awesome. And she's shorter than both of us. She's like Wait, no. I, she just did my makeup. <gasps> What's her name? Sherry Burke. So she's yeah. not That's shorter. Her. Oh, she she hey, buddy. It's a family. She was with me this morning. Oh, my gosh. She did your makeup for me? For you. Oh, my gosh. Maybe that's you say hi to her. Hey, boo. I still have your makeup on. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Love to see it. There you go. Nothing like family. What's up, Fancy Nancy? Kenyatta. Shout out to Kenyatta Cooper, Southern Cup Roasters. If you want black-owned coffee, oh. out of yep, they're out of Mobile, Alabama. So Check nice. them out. You can get on subscription. That is the coffee I drink. Oh, please inbox morning. me so I can look get some this. of your coffee. Ken, look at this. You, Madam Money. That's M- on MS. Um, MS Madam Money. Ms. Madam Money. Inbox me so I can get your coffee. Did please. you hear that, Kenyatta? This is what happens on According to Michelle. We make dreams come true. How about that? It can happen to if you. If I'm going to drink coffee, it might as well be black owned. It might as well be black owned. <laughs> kind of like. <laughs> I love it. It's going to be coffee. Well, no, yeah. it's a, he's a guy. Oh, it's a guy. Yeah. 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 Don't, like, but don't he does have it. a wife, <laughs> and technically, I'm sure she's probably part of it, right, Ken? Yeah, <laughs> that's how we're going to spend it. So that's how it. we're doing that. <laughs> Poor Ken. Like, <laughs> all, that, all that work he put in. <laughs> All that work and commitment. Nah, where's your wife at? Right. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't for your wife, boy. I, I'm a business. I'm a businessman. He sounds. He sounds like an urban legend. You are an urban legend. Yes, he is. He's dope. Okay. Uh, that over. Rewind. What's up? Oh my gosh! I got to say hi to Cassandra Kirk, my favorite. I was thinking about you earlier. I'm gonna call you later because I want to thank you for something. Judge Kirk, Cassandra Kirk. She's amazing. Chief awesome. Magistrate. Okay. Sizzle shenanigans. I'm losing all of my train of thought here. Brought to you by Infinity of South Atlanta. Guys, if you want a luxury car, you want luxury service, you want luxury affordability, all of these things, you got to check out my boy, Alan Rochelle at Infinity of South Atlanta down in Union City, 4201 Jonesboro Road. Reach out to them, 770-659-7055. If you want a great new car, you want a great used car, uh, you want any car, Alan and the team can make sure you are taken care of. All you got to do is say, the MT dubs sent me. Mm-hmm. Make sure you say hi to Alan. Okay, tell me about Sizzle Shenanigans. Let me turn the camera around for you. All right. Okay. Aww, shenanigans! Have to do shenanigans! <laughs> shenanigans! <laughs> Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. Uh, so, anybody in here vegan? 
Nope. I tried. It's not working out. <laughs> she did that. it for two weeks when I sent her I'm, those vegetables. Right. <laughs> was like, that, was, that was the last that time. That was your introduction. <laughs> yeah, we can't do this. I like My the son is, though. He is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Um, n- nothing vegan related is just how you feel about you know animals wow. or whatnot. Okay. So you know how no one, the vegan population isn't as broad as it used to be or ever really is but yet we still as people care about animals and you know don't want to see them in pain and all that good stuff yeah for sure but we eat these guys you know what i'm saying wait a minute do we do we not do but yes what's your point okay god told us to okay he Uh, said the animals were there for our i mean it's in what she said (laughs) i mean it's if you're a bible now if you're not a bible person i get it you don't have to greg smack that scripture on the glass (laughs) you're i'm just saying he said these are am I right or wrong? Tell me your Instagram. No, you're, you're right. Real eleven hundred. I'm not a Bible scholar, nor do I play one on TV. But that sounds right. <laughs> I like how you said, "Nor do I play one on TV." I mean, you know, it's true. I'm no, just look, saying. Tell no me I'm lying. Well, these cows took over their inner Moses, and there was a fire on Florida's highway. Oh, um, always a, Florida, dude. Y'all are just killing it, literally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, <laughs> like y'all are just on top, top ten. Um, there was a little fire on the uh, highway on it was Highway 60 yesterday going to Florida, and apparently it was a cargo uh, truck. So it had sometimes you could have animals, you could have shipments. In this case, it was a bunch of cows. So the cattle rancher got out of his truck, tried his best to see the fire was not going out. So he released all the cows onto the road. Why? Oh, to save them. Yeah, to okay, save the cows. Okay. Yes, to save the cows. But now this creates a completely different problem. Florida was having one of the biggest backups in traffic history because there was an accounted for, ooh, how many, 70 cows were released out into the street. In the street? And it's not like a residential area. This was the highway. So you have cows literally blocking off about, they said 30 miles of road cars couldn't get through. (laughs) And... Yeah, this is senseless because it's just... So what did the dude, what was his reasoning? He was saving them from the fire. He was saving the cows from the fire because... Dude, we gotta have a great, good old barbecue. No, I'm trying to say. You see, thank you. That's that's where my argument started. Thank you. Someone who gets it. Aren't we all in this together? Like... Listen, all I'm going to say is this, and I love, (laughs) listen, I love animals. I do, I do. But here's the thing, and you guys know this happens all the time. You've seen this and you've heard this. If you're driving and you're, I mean, and a a deer jumps out in the road, everybody, every driving expert, the cops, everybody will say. Even the deer will probably say it. Just just don't kill me. (laughs) Just just hit me. You you hit the deer. I mean, like, because if you avoid the deer, you're going to have so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like a thing. So I'm but not it, saying he should have left the cows on. I'm not saying he should have left them out. Uh, let him not. I'm just saying if he had left them on, the worst that would have happened is we would have had Chris would have went crazy. Amazing barbecue, barbecue on the road. So I mean, if I'm those be beef stuck ribs, on there. At least oh, I'm yeah. hungry, right? Those beef hey, ribs. You want to know? I bet you. Yeah, if you come back to the car the with a plate, <laughs> no, one, know what I'm saying. no one's upset about that traffic standstill. I promise. You, you want to play? You want to play? <laughs> but there was a fire. There was a fire on the road anyway, right? Well, the yeah. truck was itself. The truck, the, got the truck on fire. fire. Oh, the the truck itself. Yeah. With the cows on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Okay, now I understand. Yeah. So he was trying to save the cows because the truck was He was on trying fire. to save the cows. Yeah. And once fire department and everything got there, because, you know, a fire is a fire. You don't really cows. know. So 
there was no land on either side of the highway. So yes, uh, oh highway gosh. right. Okay, it's like in the middle. Atlanta? You got the road. Yeah, oh. literally. You got one intersection with like a guarding rail, uh-huh. and then you got one that's just wide open. They were all trying to get to the guard with the oh. rail. So that's where the traffic issue started. And as you can see, mm. if you're speeding all the way in the left lane, you start seeing cows. Oh. Yeah, you may want to slam on the brakes. So let me ask you. So okay, they're going to die anyway because people are going to hit them because they were told to just hit them. <laughs> so Instagram, I want to know what you guys think. Instagram, should he have left the cows on the on the truck or should he have let the cows out? And Real 1100 AM, if you're listening, well, I know you're listening, but <laughs> listeners, Call in 404-603-8770. I want to know what y'all think about this. That's a big should moral he have, dilemma. Should yeah. he have left them or should he release them? Because he calls the, there was a whole thing now. Oh, people right? were furious. You had, they were? People it started, were um It started earlier in the day and the roads were closed for a good five solid hours. Oh, my <gasps> oh you, we would have And imagine just coming the other we way. You don't had, see any I cars. I wish I would have been on that highway. Yeah, we would have had to sacrifice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah. So you would have left him on. I well, want to know he, everybody. He, if you're I don't everybody, think, I don't think he knew that it was going to cause that much drama. He was just trying to do the right thing. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. He's like, come on, guys. That's what Spike Lee taught us to do. do Dude, that's right. Do the right, do thing. The right, the right thing. thing. If do it makes y'all feel better. Uh, do you oh, know I, what, I don't. You have no idea what do the right thing is. I just feel like you should do oh the right thing. What? Do you know what? who Spike what? Lee is? I love Spike Lee. You don't know about do the right thing. I think I do though. What about she's got to have it? Yes, I actually do. So if you of know course he knows that because he's a fornicator. You know. <laughs> he's Obviously. a financial analyst. My parents you know listen to this live. Oh, yes, yes. How do you yes. not know about do the right thing? Dude? I probably do know about do the right I'm thing. I'm sorry. He must be the same age as my son. You know what the senseless shenanigan is? That. Don't, don't do that. that. Don't do that. Don't do that. that All right, right there. Hey, hey do, do the right thing. Don't do that. Okay. okay. <laughs> don't I've do had that. enough. <laughs> I want to. Uh, listen, I'm sorry, cows. Oh, so what's the end of the story? Are the cows back? Are they oh, safe? Like, uh, what? They captured they 69 cows. So there's one cow. Didn't. Um, yeah, there's one cow left. And this cow apparently is like Rambo. They, he is just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this he was, this dude like, is on the like he's trotting like, like a horse pretty much. Like, <laughs> he's free. Like, if I was the other sixty nine, I would have been on his time. Yeah, like you would have just saw like, cows and cars here. coming down the highway. He's like, I'm he not was doing a, it. He's probably the first one across. Like oh, I'm gosh. out. Well, thank you, Jarrell. That was awesome. That was senseless shenanigans. And, it, and it, it posed a great question. You know, like, what would you do? Yeah, moral dilemma. You know what I mean? It's a great moral dilemma. I'm going to think about that. But I just know they tell you, hit the deer. I don't know if it's the right thing to do. <laughs> now, the cow. I feel like cows do more damages than deer. I mean, I don't know. Depends on how big the deer is. But it depends on how big the deer is. Yeah. But thank you, thank Jarrell, you. for another of course, senseless of course. shenanigans brought to us by Infinity eating of South Atlanta. Oh, really? They got a big billboard. <laughs> On Camp Creek Parkway, you check them out, 770-659-7055. You want a new, beautiful car or an old car that's beautiful, too, please give Alan and the guys a call. All right. We got Madam Money in the house. Okay. I want to ask you about this. because so, and, and for those of us, for those of you who are just coming on, right, either on Instagram, Michelle Taylor Willis, or Real 1100 AM listeners, or iHeartRadio, how you doing? Um, we've got a financial expert in the house. We've got a best-selling author in the house. We've got a podcaster in mm, the house. Okay, keep we've it going. Got, oh, yeah. we got a former VP of credit unions and financial institutions in mm, the house. Okay, we've another one. We've got a financial. We've got a, wait, what? Former radio personality. A form, okay, can I do no my, can I, can I do the, 
Can I give the accolades why, here? I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, can yeah, I do this? You were doing great. Keep going. I mean, no, I'm no, I'm not. Now I'm done. No, I just no, keep going. See, you're good. This is what happens. You're Shana, do you see what I got to do with? You're not finished. I'm not finished. I got a financial contributor and now it's to national mediums, Fox News. I didn't mention that before. I got a former radio personality, <laughs> media personality. That's what she was waiting on. I've been on radio too. Okay, Michelle, give me my due. <laughs> we got Madam Money in the house. Okay, so I, let me tell you what I love about her story, though. First of all, guys, is that you know, she, she, her, her passion for this really was because. She wasn't raised with the passion for it. You know, sometimes when you're raised in a house for, with a certain thing, you end up taking it right. and running with it. Or if you're raised in a house without a certain thing, you end up taking it right. and running it with it, right? Mm-hmm. But whatever the reason is, I love how I love your approach to this. And it's such smart branding and marketing. And this is one of the things I want you guys to take away with it. Either on Really 1100, iHeart, Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. You can make money doing what you love yes that is the game the game is finding the purpose finding the passion figuring out a way to monetize it and be and and be a branding and marketing genius with it she took something you know as you know kind of uh taboo taboo as sex and turned it into a way for you to learn about building wealth financial security healthy relationships with debt and money um, to make you better, to make us better. And I just love how you did that. So what was the first thing you came up with? It Was it dualpreneur? No. Well, after financial fornication, um, what happened with dualpreneur is that I decided to quit my job because I got real good at selling debt, right? I can sell credit and debt to anybody. And so w- when I started dealing with the, the traumas of debt and seeing how it affected a lot of people, I decided to quit the financial institution um, and the financial institution services and all of that. And I decided to be a full time entrepreneur. So uh, talk to I us. How did you, you do that, though? Like what what clicked in your brain and then what were the steps you took to do that responsibly? Well, let me let me let me tell you, I didn't do it responsibly. So I okay. failed miserably. <laughs> Because I quit my job to start to be an entrepreneur, but I failed because I didn't pee right. Okay, she was um, I said that. what I said. I've I been, felt like I've been she really had quiet, that in the, but I had to I, say something. I didn't. She, I didn't pee she, right, so I didn't plan. Pre- I didn't plan, prepare, <laughs> position, or praise. Right. Okay. okay. I didn't plan my exit strategy. I knew I wanted to leave, but I didn't plan the exit strategy. I didn't prepare for my exit. I should have built up my savings and whatever. Mm-hmm. Because if the, mm-hmm. as soon as the check stopped coming in. My bills, see, my, the way my bills are set up, they really don't care, right? right? Ruthless. I, I didn't position myself. I, I was dating a club owner, and I was hanging out at the clubs, but I should have been hanging out with pe- at networking events and meeting like-minded people right. to help me with the transition. And I didn't praise right. I was on social media. I'm the best selfie taker ever, right? <laughs> but people were in my DM like, what do you do anyway, right? right? So I wasn't making any money, so I spent the entire year on vacation, I call it, and spent $50,000. And mm. I should have invested in a business coach to teach me how to make more money. So if I invested 3000 they could have taught me how to make $50,000. Right. But I wanted to DIY it. So I talk about that in my book, and we'll talk about the other book. But when I had to, when I lost all my money, I was pretty much, you know, no money. I had to go back into the workforce. Okay. And when I went back to the workforce, I felt really defeated. I felt right. like a failure or whatever. And so... It hit me. 
that that's not a bad thing. I was smart enough to realize that I need to get a sponsor. I need to work to rebuild my savings, to pay my benefits, to even be my first investor in my business. And so when I went back to work and I started making all this money again, I wasn't stressed out, but that gave me an opportunity to really do my side businesses and invest in my side businesses. And so that's where dualpreneur came about. Mm. I wanted people to not feel bad for working and having side gigs. I think that's the most brilliant thing you should do, right? A lot of people say you need to jump off the jump off the mountain or whatever, the cliff, and learn how to build a plane on the way down. My thing is, do that, but with a parachute. Right. <laughs> Don't be stupid. That's right. Especially if you got kids or people relying on right. you to sustain a lifestyle. Do you and have so, kids? I have a son. Okay. I have a son, and mm. he's old now, but yeah, I have a son. <laughs> um, but th- that was really like right. that. So I created Dualpreneur because, you know, a plane has a dual engine for fail safe and thrust, right? Because you only need one engine to fly. Mm. So if that engine fails, you have another engine. Or if you need to go faster, you have that other engine. Right. That's the same thing with our income. We have a dual engine income. We have our main income. And then we have our side gigs for fail safe if we get laid off or whatever. Or if we want to pay off debt more. If we want to go on vacation. If we want to build retirement. Or if we want to build it so that we can replace our income. Right. And so that's what Dualpreneur was about. And that's where Side Gig Con came about, which was during COVID. When people really need it to learn how to right. do it. Right. I love that too because and and, and you can you guys can just see, I hope you are listening. We got Madam Money in the house on according to Michelle Radio here on Real Eleven Hundred AM. You know, she's dropping so many gems. If you listen to what she's saying, one, if you wanna leave first of all, there's nothing wrong with corporate America. There's nothing wrong with making money. But if you want to jump out on your own, be smart about it. Yeah. Save. Know what it's going to take to run your business. So it's, know what it's going to take to run your house so that you can do both. Yes. Right? And maybe you do both for a minute. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Two, admit your defeats. I love her transparency and authenticity. Because I'm like, oh, okay, you dropped it. You did it. You're responsible. No, I was not. I failed miserably. Like, it's okay to say that. Somebody else is going to need your story. So that they can get their own glory, right? Mm-hmm. I came up with that on the with those bars, like that. That, that, that was tweetable, right there. Somebody just tweet that. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> tweet that. Uh, there you go. There you go. Um, and about using the, uh, I heard one of my very wealthy friends say this, and a lot of people said it. Don't let a good crisis go to waste. Do not let a good crisis oh, yeah. go to waste. Do you hear what she said? She mm-hmm. said during COVID. And with it, we've had so many businesses that were started during COVID. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them have not made it. And that's okay, too. But the ones who have, they capitalize on an opportunity. Do you know how many people became real estate rich during 05, 06, 07, mm-hmm. 08? Because they had the money stashed and they knew when that market dropped, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That hundred fifty thousand dollar house was going for forty, and they had to cash mm-hmm. for it. So what I do want to tell people is that if you hate your job and you really want to quit your job, it is not smart to quit your job to start a business. Mm-hmm. If you hate your job, find another job that will that you're going to like that's going to give you the flexibility so you can start your business. 
because what a lot of people don't realize is that they become they, they want to start a business, but they work for the man. But then they're going to be self-employed and they're going to be even more frustrated. Yep. So being an entrepreneur is not being the solopreneur. Being an entrepreneur is understanding that business still has departments just like your job has. That's right. And you're either going to do it, delegate it, or delete it. Gosh, and that's the, the that's a dualpreneur way. Dang, that's a 3D for you. Yeah, she yeah, no, a 3D. That's a dualpreneur way. You're either going to do it, revenue generating activities. You're going to delegate it. I have a, an executive assistant that's here with me now. I have Shout an attorney. out to Shana. Shout out to Shana Boston, Boston first. Um, and I have an attorney. I have an accountant. You know, I have all these people. Um, and you you don't need to spend a lot of money for that, but just don't try to do everything yourself. Or you delete it. Some things don't need to be done right now. That's Some right. people don't need to be in your business or, be, you know, be in your life right now. Say Sometimes it again. Man. Where were you at last week? Say Jesus. it again for you. Uh, clip, clip. I mean, not, not like literally, but it's a personal thing. But anyway. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I love that. All of these things, you're dropping gems here, and it's not even, I know it's on purpose, but it's not even on purpose. Okay, so so you get the dualpreneur thing going. You get that. At what point do you write the book? And so I wrote the book, uh, Financial Fornication, I think it's 12 years old now. Jeez. Um, and I'm about to do another one called Confessions of a Financial Fornicator. Mm. So I'm going to give my 10 financial sins and then what I did to repent and get cured from them. So that's coming soon. Um, but the second book was The Four Financial Languages. Yeah. And that's because I kept getting um, hired by marriage counselors to come in to translate uh, and to, wow. you know, talk to couples. That's dope. And that's how I learned there were four financial languages. Like, there are five love languages. Yep. There are four financial languages. What, can you tell us what they are without yeah. giving up too much uh, in the book? Yeah. The dominant financial language is saving, spending, investing, and giving. Right. And so you have a dominant financial language. You may be fiscally bilingual. You may be able to speak multiple languages, but the dominant language usually is what carries you. Like my dominant is spending, saving, spending, investing and giving. So with with me as a spender, I don't like the word budget because I hear diet, die, deprivation. I can't know. And I ain't got time for that negativity. <laughs> right. OK. But when I do a transaction, whether it's $1 or a million dollars, there's something orgasmic, organic with the transaction. Right. I'm it, with that. It increases yeah. my serotonin. That's why yeah. um, retail therapy is real. Right. Right? No, yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's just like any other thing. Food, drugs, exactly. whatever. Right? And so I love how food with and it, drugs. With, right? yeah. <laughs> you know, food and drugs. Same thing, right? So um, with a saver, a saver... Loves the word budget because they control their money. And if their savings goes down a certain threshold, oh, they, they will freak the hell out. That's right. Okay. An investor is always looking for a return on investment. If I put my money here, what is my return? But they're right. willing to take on the risk right. because they know return. And a giver just loves to give. Their first thing is, how can I serve? What can I give? Right. But the giver is usually fiscally bilingual because if the giver gives money, they're probably a saver. Right. If the giver gives gifts, they're probably, probably a spender, spender too. Mm -hmm. If the giver is like mm -hmm. an angel investor, they're probably an investor. And, you know, you know, they're fiscally bilingual. I think I'm a giver. I know Shaq's a giver. Shaq is a giver. Shaquille, yeah. I don't, that's between spending and giving. Oh, I don't mm -hmm. know. I guess I got to get the book to find out you more. You got to get right? the book to, really to find out. And, I, and I, I teach you how to speak in those different languages so you speak in a language that serves you. So if you are a spender, but you're surrounded by people or you want to know about investing, I teach you some points of the languages so that you can speak investor when it serves you. Okay. A lot of people that are financial advisors speak investor 
Right. And they're speaking it to spenders. And it's not and it, they're, they're like, yeah, you lost me because Gosh, now you're taking genius. you're taking away my spending power and that's what we're not going to do. So I teach people how to, like spenders, we have to spend money on savings, spend money on investing. And when I invest, I'm not spending the money. I'm not just spending the money. I am spending the money on investing so that I can spend the money uh, later. Again, yeah, more. I think I might be spending. I, I will save the money now so I can save later. For example, my, my, my future self is Juanita. Juanita wants uh-huh. to travel and have a young boyfriend, whether she's uh-huh. married or not. Uh-huh. Okay? Cougar okay. Just so that we're okay. clear, right? I'm but trying to in, be like Juanita. Wait, but in order. You got to hold this. We got to okay. take. We, yeah, I'm going to leave y'all. You're going to have to hang tight okay. for what Juanita's about to do. I feel like she is about to do some things. Okay. You know, I think she's about to do some things crazy. And we're going to have to hold back because we got to see what Juanita's going to do. Right here on, according to Michelle, on Real 1100 AM. We're going to take a very quick break. break. We're going to come back at 530. If you want to call in, 404-603-8770 for the Ask Michelle segment, you can talk directly to Madam Money. We're going to learn about Juanita and she's going to tell us more about Side Gig Con, which is what she birthed over COVID, which literally could change your life. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Hi, everyone! <laughs> it's time for Ask Michelle. What's up, guys? Welcome back. We are right here live on Real 1100 AM in the studio, live broadcast. According to Michelle, we got Madam Money in the house. That's Tara Jackson. If you don't know, that's a real name. But really, you just need to know that she will save you from your fornification. That's what I want. That's what I want to do. I mean, Californication. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. Wasn't that Big Boy? What? Out, wasn't that Outcast? Forna, California. Oh, no. Californication. Tupac. That was Tupac, right? Californication. Do you remember that? No, that was. Who was it? Somebody had Californication. Nobody knows. All right. He's on the West Coast. Remember, was, I was three. So. Okay, you weren't even wow. born. You were not <laughs> so even born. Disrespectful. You weren't even born. No, 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 Welcome back, Real 1100 AM listeners. Welcome back, Instagram. Thank you for tuning in. Let me just say hello to some of the people. Um, what's up? That's official. What's up, TD Prime 98? Be able products for you. How's it going? It's KD. Hello, it's MG. Dubs, if you didn't know. What's up, King Yaba Ransal01? What's up? Nappy Scales! Hi, oh, we were just, just talking, talking about, about you. you. Literally. Yeah, it's kind of scary. That yeah. is actually <laughs> scary. I'm serious. Scales. We literally. T- were we just not talking about Nappy Roots? Literally, we were just talking about you. You need to come on the radio station. I know y'all are like on tour and stuff like that, but you know. You hadn't given me, you know, an invite. I'm on backstage somewhere. Wherever you'll be, I will be. I just need the invite. And make sure you got some of that good Atlantucky beer for me, too. For the, for y'all, for those of you who do not know, the Nappy Roots have a beautiful brewery over in Castleberry Hills. Oh, really? Here in Atlanta. And uh, they brew their own beer. And I've actually tasted it. It's good and it's dope. So make sure you check them out. And you make sure you tell them the empty dub sent you. Now that was, I mean, look, can, can you get a better plug than that? Now that's all you get. The rest mm-hmm. of it you got to pay for. Okay, all right. Look, I don't um, even right. like beer, and I'm ready. To I go. don't even like beer, but he, they had some cider uh, scales. You remember that that cider you made, and it was dope. It was really, really good. So I'm gonna bring Madam Money over there so she can taste it. If y'all ever brew that up again, but I'm gonna have the team get with you so we can get you in the studio because you were already on the TV show. So you know you hit the top. You can't get better than according to Michelle TV. It's not possible, is it? Is it? Not yet. Mm. Not yet. 
We're, All right. we're working on it. So it's time for Ask Michelle. I believe we have a caller on the line. I think I know who this person might be. Hello. Who's calling in on According to Michelle right now? Hey, it's your girl, V. Kiana Dancing. How are you? What's up, V. Kiana Dancing? What's happening? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been teasing you up for the last hour. So, but oh, why don't you go ahead? Yes, of course. But why don't you go ahead and let the people know who you are and what do you have coming up? Oh, my God. Well, you know, um, I'm Deke Kiana Dancy. You may have seen me on Sister Circle Live. You may have hosting Sister Circle Live. I was one of the original hosts. Also, your girl can be seen on Sex Tuplets on Netflix. I'm a comedian. Um, one Crazy Christmas is another um, movie on my resume. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. Um, but I'm also an author and, a, listen, a transformational speaker. I know oftentimes we speak of being a motivational speaker. But a motivational speaker just gets you excited to do something. But do you really do it? As a transformational speaker, my goal is to transform you from where you are to where you need to be. So, Mike, um, I'm having an event called Baggage Claim ATL. You know, I wrote a book. It's called Bye Bye Bags, Laughing to Lighten the Low, where I discuss healing myself whole through laughter. I went through some things, and just like y'all, I'm sure you dealt with some things. Your past looked one way, your future trying to look another. So my <laughs> goal at Baggage Claim is to invite you to come out to claim your bags. What do you do at the Baggage Claim? You claim your bags. You say, that's my bag, that's my bag, but that's not my bag. So I want to encourage all the ladies, because this is a women's empowerment tea. I want to encourage all the women to come out this Saturday, July 23rd, 2 to 5, at Pickneyville Event Center in Norcross, which actually is Berkeley Lake or North Cross, Georgia, off of Peachtree Industrial. Come out, get pretty. I promise you, you will enjoy this. This is baggage claim. It's a women's empowerment team. My goal is for you to come out, be pretty, come in one way, but you leave another. There's a poet, a singer, Michelle. There's a panel. Shout out to my girl, Dr. Barbara Joy. My pastor, Pastor Tracy Myers, and my homegirl, Leticia Gardner, they're going to speak to you about healing from their expertise. Um, and then also, you'll see me. This is me, me, me. My launch as a keynote speaker. I want every woman that can, to. I want them to come. You'll get the panel. you get me. you get a gift. You get a book, and you get my brand new journal, Michelle. I'm so excited. Yes. Dude, well, so, you know, I'm not going to be able to be there because I'm going to be, know. Uh, you know, I'll be in New York City that. looking at a billboard, but I may That's listen. That's all right. Can I get the rest Thank of what's you. in the bag? Uh, well, you, of course. I mean, I was going to say this. Um, you, everybody so cool. can get tickets on KianaDancy.com. That's K-I-A-N-A. Last name is D-A-N-C-I-E. Get your tickets. It's only $99. For all of that, only $99. And I promise you, you do not want to miss this event. It's going to be a transformational experience. You walk away with a gift bag. You walk away with a journal. You walk away with a book. And I'm going to feed you. You're going to put some food in your belly. All right. Well, listen, I want all of that. And listen, I want you to say hello to my friend that we've got in the studio. We've got Madam Money. You need to know Madam Money because y'all might be able to hook up on one of her next events or one of your next events. She's got an event that's coming up here tomorrow and Friday right here in Atlanta called Side Gig Con. And I think uh -oh. you need to make sure you know who she is because you might need to be at her event Thursday and Friday. Maybe she could slide into your event on Saturday. Yes. I mean, you know, you know it's all about collaboration, Kiana. And, uh, right. you know, I'm not a famous comedian or anything, but I can oh, connect. Girl, I can connect. <laughs> like 
some dots. Yeah, that's the goal. We are to get to the next level. It's, it's important that we understand that we got to collaborate. We got to put our heads together yes. and make this thing happen. I tell you, um, I'm no, I'm nothing without my fans, or and I don't even call them fans. I call them family. F A N I L Y. Family. I love you guys. Yes, I'm nothing without you guys. But most importantly, we have to collab, put our heads together because we're stronger together. Absolutely. Make sure you follow me. Michelle, tell your people to follow me, girl. Tell um, your people to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at KianaDancy.com. I don't, you Kiana just Dancy. did, friend. I don't I don't have to tell them because you just did it. Great job, Kiana. I, you know, Great I love job. you. I, I wish you could be here on Saturday. But if not, uh, what, what, is the mon- what is the money who? Money, madam money, madam money, madam money, Miss Madam Money, Madam Money, Miss Madam Money, sis. Yes. I'm gonna pull up on you. If yes. I can, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna tap you on the shoulder. No, I'm like, hey, hey uh, DM, uh, just, just I'll let you DM me. I'll let nobody else DM me. But DM me Instagram, ms Madam Money, and then um we'll, we'll chat so we can get you up in there. Ooh, I love it. I love want to talk about some money. My hands are itching right now. Right. <laughs> Make sure it's that left July. hand. Right. Okay. <laughs> July 23rd, 2 to 5 at Baggage Claim ATL. Make sure y'all get your tickets, KianaDancy.com. I love you. Love you back. Thanks for coming in, all right? We got to get you back in, uh, get you okay. back in the studio and see what's going on with you these days. But congrats on all the success. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Be Bye. careful. Okay, you too. Bye. Um, yeah, she's, Kiana is hilarious. She is a trip. She opened for Dave Chappelle she sounds about amazing. four or five weeks ago. Yeah. No, she, yeah. she literally had me in tears. She's off We the had our, uh, the show last year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. She was on the TV show. She's genuine. Yeah. yeah. She yes. is. She's hilarious. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, I got to give a special shout out. Gerald Albright. Y'all know who Gerald Albright is? Only one of the most amazing jazzists. Oh yes. Thank yes. you. He's on my live. What's up, Gerald? What are you coming yes. in? You know, I play your music. What else do you want from me? Come in and say hey to all my guests live. How about that? Maybe I'll let tell you tell me on when TV he's show. in here because I need a. I think I we got a, one of your fans. You want to yeah. say hi? You want to say hey to him? Yeah. And while you're hey. saying hi, why Madam while Madam Money is saying hi to Gerald Albright? Hey Gerald. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, he's married. I mean, oh, <laughs> well, I'm so happy for you. Well, dang. I'm so happy for I'm you. So great speaking to you. Bye bye. That's so <laughs> exactly. Matter of fact, that might be his wife. She might be on. Oh, hey, boo, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Gerald, you got to come in. You got to come in. So piggybacking off of Side Gig Con, tell us about this amazing idea that you had during COVID. Well, let me tell you about Juanita real quick. Oh, yeah, Juanita. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to tell you about Juanita. So Juanita, you know, I'm a spender, right? So my future self is Juanita. And Juanita wants to have wants to travel and have a young boyfriend, whether she's married or not, just okay. so that we're clear, right? Right. Okay. But in order for Juanita to live the best life, Tara has to save now. Yes. Right? But Tara's a spender. So Tara spends money on savings so that Juanita can spend the money she needs later. So as spenders, we don't have a problem with savings, but we save on purpose to spend. Mm. Like, we don't save for rainy days. Like, it's raining outside. Can I spend some money? Right. Like, the whole concept of, um, what is it, um... What shopping? The window shopping? Yeah, that's not a the thing. most that's asinine not a, thing. That's not a thing to you. I'm just it's going to look around. That's asinine so stupid. thing. You I've sound stupid, ever, <laughs> right? You sound stupid, you sound stupid. right? Well, so <laughs> it's like being hungry and you're going to go window shopping at a steakhouse and you smell all that steak, but you ain't going to eat none. Are you kidding me? Crazy. Okay. What's the point? It's crazy. Dirty. It's you're so right. crazy. It's so crazy. So that's the mindset of a spender. But yeah, let's talk about side gig. Huh? Yes, and I love Juanita. When for those real 1100. AM listeners and Instagram that was with us before the break. 
she was just about to give us the skinny on Juanita. Juanita. So she brought us back because I forgot and I was all in the side gig. I was just trying to figure out how to make some more money. Gotcha. So talk to us about how you came up with this to make yourself money, but then to teach everybody how to do it during COVID. Absolutely. So when I had to go back to work, I, cr- I had to create these side gigs, right? Madam Money was a side gig. Dualpreneur was a side gig and all of that. So I still worked full time, but I had all these side gigs. And what I learned how to do is to leverage my job, leverage the benefits, bene- leverage the pay time off, uh-huh. you, you know, uh-huh. leverage the education. They're going to pay me to learn this, even if it's tuition reimbursement. So I, I learned how to leverage all the benefits of my job to start and grow my businesses. Not to mention my job was my first corporate investor to my business. Wow. It helped me go to conferences. It helped me build wow. websites. It helped me to get the marketing and everything. So and it, it really helped doesn't me have to be and or or and or. It, it's, I mean it, or. It's not or. It's and, right? If you do it right. And so during COVID, when everything shut down, there was a lot of people in doorpreneur community that says, I need to really focus on my side business, but I don't know what to do. And I have been doing conferences for about 12 years. And the first conference I did was called Boss Brunch in D.C., Mm. Business Owner Success Strategies. I did that for like seven or eight years in person. And then I started doing some workshops online and workshops around Atlanta. And then when COVID hit and we couldn't go anywhere, everybody was stuck in the house. Everybody was hungry for information. They were hungry for interaction. So I said, well, instead of doing a Boss Brunch, I'm going to help those people that have side gigs, want to start a side gig, so really want to monetize and be serious about their side gig. And I'm going to call it Side Gig Con, Side Gig Conference, right? And it's going to be virtual. And so I didn't want it to be Zoom because Side Gig Con is not Zoom. Mm. I wanted to feel like an in-person experience. Like when you go to a conference, you have the main stage. Yep. Then you have you can network one-on-one. Yeah. And then you go to the exhibitor areas and go to the exhibitor yep. tables and all of that stuff. Yep. And that's the experience that I wanted for SideGigCon on a virtual scale. So we found the platform, which is Hot Hopin platform. Oh, yeah, Hopin. Yep, I like Hopin. Hop absolutely yeah. love it. Yep. And we were able to give that in-person feel in a virtual experience. Okay. And that was in 2020. That was the first time we did it. And it was amazing. We had amazing speakers. And these speakers I were remember. my friends. I remember. They were my friends that yeah. said, we're just going to come out and pour into these people. Right. And they charged thousands of dollars for to speak or to even come out. Right. So it was so successful that we did 2021, but COVID was still in play. And we did it virtual. It was still amazing. Um, even more amazing than the first year. And so when 2022 hit, we decided that not only do we want to keep the virtual experience but we want to do an in-person mastermind right that in-person mastermind is more intimate so even though it's being streamed for everyone to see there's certain mastermind breaks that won't be streamed got it's it. only for the people so in Atlanta. you gotta be you gotta be here and Shayna is going to be walking them through a process so what is it called the money the, the money mapping. Okay. So you want to make all this money, but you need a money map. And you need to have your big, what is it, big, bold? Big, bold money goals. Big, bold money goals. <laughs> they are like, they've got the brand, the marketing. So these, like, big, these big, bad <laughs> money goals you want to have, you have to create a map to get to them. Right. And we're going to walk everybody through that process that's at the mastermind. If you're watching virtual, you won't be able to see it. So you need to be in. You need to be, be here. there or in be Atlanta. Square. And, we'll, and we're, we're complying with COVID because, you know, we want to make sure 
sure everybody's safe. It could hold 100 people, but we're only letting 50 people in so that we can do the distance and all that stuff. So we only have a few tickets left for Atlanta. So Really? Yes. Okay, y'all better get them now. um, And that's during the day. At the end of the day, we're having a networking reception. Reception. I said recession. Yeah, I was like, oh, goodness. Uh, I know, right? Oh, <laughs> a networking Not a reception. Good. <laughs> I know, right? Um, we are deep in it. Okay. And this is going to be at the Rice Building, the Russell Innovation Center for Entrepreneurs. Only makes sense to have it there right across from the historic Pascals right. downtown, right? right? And so for the Shout networking. Shout out to Jay Bailey. Yes, that's me. And he's going to be speaking on oh, Friday. Awesome. Yay, Jay. He's coming in to speak. Okay. Uh, you know, Ryan Wilson, uh, of course. the CEO. Yeah, Ryan was of, on my cover last year. Yeah, he, he is, um, he's going to be speaking. Um, for the virtual on on, um, on Friday. And so we're excited. The networking reception is in the evening in the same building. And we have AC Art of Food that's going to be supplying the food for mm-hmm. us. We have um, Tolero uh, Ooh, tequila. tequila. Black-owned organic Black-owned tequila. Black-owned organic I know. tequila that's yep. going to be doing the cocktails. And we have Her Wine that is the wine sponsor that's going to be wow. doing the wine. It's a black woman-owned wine uh, company. So you got it all so, figured out. Yeah, and then Saturday in the morning you can come for the brunch, but in the afternoon it's you Saturday? can go over. Uh, Friday, I thought it's it was sat- just no the brunch, twenty first and twenty second. Dis- disruptor brunch. It's for intimate about thirty people. Disruptor brunch, ah. so y'all can come get some food at Copeland's okay. on Saturday morning, All right. and then we can hop over. To my girls' conference. To Kiana Dancy's conference. Look at that. I love it. See? I love it. Okay. The whole weekend. All right. So, but it's, it's you know, if you all use a code, I'm going to give you all, just because you are listeners and followers of Michelle, if you want to come in person, I'm going to give you 50% off of the Mastermind oh, ticket. Dang. All you have to use is the code DISRUPTOR. D-I-S-R-U-P-T-O-R. DISRUPTOR. And that's going to give you 50% off the mastermind ticket, which, you know, however many tickets we have left. What is, um, okay, real quick, give me the uh, email, uh, not email, the website. The website, the website yeah. is sidegigcon.com, S-I-D-E-G-I-G-C-O-N.com, sidegigcon.com. Make sure you register even for the virtual. If you want to register for the virtual, it's, it's like $47. I eat and drink forty seven dollars. I actually drink more than forty seven dollars. I just drink for I just drank forty seven dollars like five minutes ago. Oh wow. Wait I wish a minute. I was I've there. been with you. Huh? I mean like <laughs> I can literally. tell you that I'm gonna eat I'm gonna drink forty seven dollars about three times tonight. Uh, so there's that. Yeah, um, there is that. Okay. okay, we gotta take another quick break. But guys, check out sidegigcon.com use the code disruptor you get 50% off just cuz just the mastermind in atlanta the, just the, the mastermind, mastermind not the virtual okay don't go anywhere we got to take a quick break we'll be back in 3 minutes i'm going to close this out with madam money and tell you guys again how you can get to her conference and follow her and all the things wonderful sarah here guys don't go anywhere i promise you we'll be right back michelle michelle All right, guys, welcome back. We are closing this thing out. We have had so much fun today with Madam Money um, in the studio right here on Real 1100 AM. According to Michelle Radio on Real 1100 AM, if you missed this team replay, catch us on Instagram, catch us on uh, every single podcast platform you can think of. We are everywhere. But let me tell you where you need to be. On Thursday and Friday and Saturday morning, you need to be at Side Gig Con. The only reason, the only reason I'm not going to be there is because I'm going to be looking at my billboard and trying to (laughs) scroll. 
I mean, I don't. Did I say she that already? Fancy, huh? I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to keep. I mean, I like, don't know. Aren't you on a billboard in New York or something? I'm so glad you mentioned it. I feel like we just glossed over oh that. Oh my god, that's so amazing. It's so amazing. But if I were not doing that, I would absolutely be at side gig. Yeah, because she was con. supposed to speak. I was supposed to speak, but, but she got to be on a billboard. But I got to be on. I mean, listen, duty calls, friends. Duty call. What do you want me to do? Not right. be amazing? No, I'm not mad at you. She's amazing. Boo. Goodness gracious, a lot. you. So, sidegigcon.com. Tickets are $49. There's $47 for virtual because you get the whole experience and you also get my book. We didn't even talk about the Dualpreneur Bible. 10 success strategy, 10 commandments to, to starting a successful business, side business. Now, can they so, get all of this on sidegigcon.com? Yes, they or, can. But okay. if, you, if you do the $47, you get the book. So, a book will be sent to you as well. So, that's hot. Um, that is hot. <laughs> but... Um, if, you, if you're going to be in town right now, it's 197 But if you use the code DISRUPTOR, you're going to get 50% off of that. So you can join us for half the price. And yes, you're going to get the book. You're going to get the experience. You'll get access to the brunch. You'll get access to um, the networking reception. But if you say, hey, I can't make it to either one of those, but I can come to the networking reception, you can register for that. Or if you just want to come for the brunch, you can register for that. So there's no excuse not to get the information you need. No excuse to start friends. your side business or help make your make more money with your side business. There's no excuse. No excuse at all. I feel like so, one of my interns need to be at look. This so thing. if they if if you broke, <laughs> she's like yeah. if you if your if your side business is not making the money you want, and this time next year you broke, that's your fault because we're putting people in the building in virtually and in the building to help you make more money with your side business. That's our only purpose of doing that. That's the only reason. And guess what? I'm going to double down on this. I'm going to donate a ticket. So, that. yeah. So, if we've got somebody that wants to go, if you got somebody that wants to go, let me know. They reach oh, out. Oh, they me. call in. Um, they... Well, we're about to be done. So, oh, there ain't D- no more calling D- in. DM um, but... Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't call here. Please, yeah, please don't, don't call me. here no more. Oh, Lord, don't call me. Lord Jesus. Yeah. Connect, if, connect if you, with the. Uh, yeah, with DM you. me. If you want to go, I got you for a ticket for the, for the whole thing, for everything. So, even if one of your followers, if you're on. You want to go? Your ticket is on me. You will go in my stead. Represent me well, people. Represent me well. Thank you so much. Thank did you have you. as much fun? I, like, I we did need, have fun. I like, had, we need to do this yeah. again. Well, I feel like we need, I know we might need our own podcast. No, but I'm just saying. I'm going to talk about other fornication stuff, though. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. No, I'm just joking. I'm really I'm good, good at that, too. No, well, you didn't hear okay. that. All I didn't, right. I didn't say and that out loud. My bad. And we're done. We're done, guys. Thank you so much for tuning <laughs> in. Oh, we had this time together. Just to have yeah, a laugh or sing a song. Carol Burnett. Burnett. Before you know okay. it, this one we had to say okay. so long. So long. Guys, Bye. it's been another live broadcast of According to Michelle right here on Real 1100 AM Radio. If you want to catch the replay, find it on any, literally, any podcast platform you can find me. It might be formally over the top. Right now, it's according to Michelle. I'm going to be at the Taste of Sofu on August 5th uh, at 6 p.m. I will be in New York this weekend. If you're there on Saturday, find me. I want to see you. I'll be at the National Urban League Conference tomorrow and Friday. But most importantly, I'll be right back here next Wednesday at 4 p.m. But right now, I am out. This has been According to Michelle Radio. 
Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on The Real 1100. Night, Michelle.